This audio presentation of You Are God is broadcast to you courtesy of MindworthyInfo.com and is presented to you by yours truly, Rasheel Dixon. The purpose of You Are God is to break down the Bible and to show you that the Bible is nothing more than allegory and it isn't meant to be taken literally. But throughout the ages, men has been taking the Bible literally and by doing this, they have diminished the true mystical fact that lies within the Bible. You Are God is here to break down the Bible piece by piece and to show you that all the characters, places and events are nothing more than different states of man's consciousness personified as characters, places, and events. Brothers and sisters, I'm so happy that you have joined me. This is Rasheel Dixon, and I thank you so much. I thank you so much. Welcome to another installment of You Are God. It's been a while, but I've been out there doing my thing and helping people and saving people and helping them, and I've been working with people, and people have been um, taking my course and workshops, and I'm just loving Hearing the feedback of how people are manifesting great things. Go on over to mindworthyinfo.com, subscribe, and come check out the Master Key Metaphysics Manifesting course. It is a 12-week course, and you will also get coaching from me and updates and everything else once you enroll. So message me if you want to enroll or, you know, enroll right now. But um, we should talk about it first. And we can see if you're a right fit. Um, what's going on there, brothers and sisters? I am so happy that you joined me. Today, we're going to talk about seven powerful I am affirmations. When we talk about the word I am. I am, as we see in the Bible in Exodus 3.14, it was the name of God that was given to Moses when he asked, who are you? And he says, I am have sent me unto you. But we all know that the conscious state of Moses is nothing more than a character that embodies man's consciousness. And Moses in Hebrew means to draw out. So when you are going through the Moses state, you are drawing out whatever it is in you that is bringing you to your awareness and your understanding who is God. I am have sent me unto you. A person who understands who God is, understands the power of what they have in the divinity that lies inside them. So when we talk about an affirmation, every day we are using affirmations. An affirmation is just affirming something. Some people say the affirmation, I am poor. I am hungry. I am unable to get a better job. I am not having good results when it comes to money. And by them saying that, they are affirming first using the name of God. I am. And then they're putting it after that. I am that I am. And whatever you put after I am is what shapes you and molds you. And when we talk about God and who God is, we know that God is not some guy in the sky with a beard behind pearly white gates. God is your wonderful human imagination, your awareness and consciousness that forms and shapes you. So why are we talking about seven powerful affirmations? First, seven is the Hebrew number for spiritual perfection. Remember, we look around us in this world and we see seven everywhere. Seven days of the week completes the week. Seven is that lucky number, the lucky seven, 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 seven. So here, I use the most powerful affirmations. I give this to my students and I also share this with my students that I teach in the course and it has changed lives. So now I figured I should share some of this with you all. And when I share it with you, I want you to think about this and understand the power of these seven affirmations. This is going to be a quick snippet, but it is something that you should learn and you should utilize and you should see it. And I'm going to break down each affirmation and show you the meaning and the psychological meaning and how if you submit it and you apply it and give it within your subconscious mind, 
it will be everything. All right. Now, let's get this thing going. And I'm just happy to be here with you all, guys, man. I'm happy and um, life is good. Um, let's start it now. I am the locksmith with the master key unlocking all doors that I choose to enter within my life. Now, an affirmation must be sweet and to the point. Right here, it says, I am the locksmith with the master key unlocking all doors that I choose to enter within my life. You see, when you speak it like this, you understand that you are the locksmith with the key in your hand. Most people say that when one door closes, another one opens, you're supposed to be the one that open and close it. That ideology and that way of thinking is what keeps a person down because they are thinking, oh, well, the door just closed, the door just this. No, you're supposed to reaffirm, take the key and know that you are the locksmith. You will open whatever door that seems closed and no other man or no one will come behind you and close it because you are the locksmith with the master key, not just any key. The one with the master key is the one with the power unlocking all doors that I choose to enter within my life. So when you choose to enter the door and you choose to go in, you know where you're going because you are the locksmith and you are opening any door that might seem locked. And some people will say, oh, that door just locked. It slammed in my face. I don't know. Everywhere when one door closes, another open. No, you choose to close it and you open it and you give it everything. So you see where the power in this affirmation comes because you're affirming and you're making it be known and your subconscious mind is taking over and nothing will be locked unto you because you have opened it and you see the power you hold. Now, I am in charge and I don't need money, but it needs me. And without me, it's useless. It seeks me to be used in a way that helps others. You see, this affirmation right here is powerful. I gave this to a student and a student would recite this every time before she went to bed. And um, before she knew it, she got raises from her job. Um, she got a new raise, I should say. She got money from angles that she didn't expect. And she came back and said the results were amazing. When you say, I am in charge and I don't need money, but it needs me. And without me, it's useless. It seeks me to be used in a way that helps others. So here we are talking about how you don't need money. Most people are in a state of lack and are very needy. So they always say, I need money. I need money and by you always needed money you will always need money you get what i'm saying you will always be in a state where you are always needing it you forget that man gives money power but people forget that and people think that money gives man power without man money is useless so you're saying that it needs you you don't need it so it seeks you because it knows that without you it is nothing and you use it to help others because the best way to make more money and for more and your blessings to flow is to help other people grow so the more you help others it will equate and it will um be in direct correlation with how you grow financially and what you gain and how you prosper. So the more you are understanding that I am in charge, so the money is not the boss of you, it's not leading you, you are in charge, you hold the key and you're making it be known that money needs 
you. You don't need it. So now you're killing that state of lack that so many are in when it comes to their mind and their thinking. You are no longer in a state of lack and you are making it be known that money needs you. You are the power. You give money the power and money will do as you say and it listens to your command because it seeks you. So you're saying, I am in charge and I don't need money, but it needs me. And without me, it's useless. It seeks me to be used in a way that helps others. So right there, you cover everything. You cover the mentality of lack. You don't have it when you speak this affirmation. You cover how you money is in need of you and you're not in need of it. So it will come to you when something needs someone else. It comes to you and it comes near you. When you are in need of money, your state of lack and your way of thinking sometimes repels it. Notice people who are always needy, 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 beggy, beggy, begging, begging. They are always seem to be the people who never have no money or always in some state of lack or are or, or always trying to seek a way to make a quick, fast buck while those who understand the language of money, it seems like it comes to them with ease. Now, I am in a world that I create and make great because I know that I control my fate. You see, this affirmation right here is powerful too because it puts you in charge as the two previous ones did. And it lets you know that I am in a world that I create and make great because I know I control my fate. That means that you are the creator. Your words, your thoughts, your deeds, everything create who you are and it grows with you or it lets you grow into being the being that you're supposed to be. So you're stating that I am in a world that I create and make great. So people who walk around and have this whole notion that the world is bad and it's evil and so the world is like this and that's just the way life is are people who accept the outside world and accept their circumstances. Those who don't want to accept their circumstances go within and create the world they want. And their outside world is just a confirmation of their inner. When you know that you create the world and all that you create is great, it will be marvelous for you because you will have the power that you're supposed to have. You won't give an outside source or give something else your power because you are stating it here. In this affirmation right here, it speaks of how I am. Once again, the name of God, that is who you are in a world that I create because God creates. God creates everything. Just look outside and you can see the aspect of God that created the trees are the, the universal laws that created. We all know what happened in creation and we all know the scientific way of how the trees are here and everything else. But this right here speaking of how what you create, you can make it great. And you control your fate and you control everything and their destiny lies in your hands. Here we have, I am patient, persistent and unbothered, moved by my passion to win because I was born to win. Now, this affirmation right here is good. I give this to a lot of um, clients that I get who are, and I, and I also get in depth more in this when it comes to the coursework and everything else and helping people of People lack patience. A lack of patience is what kills a lot of people from their goals and from their whatever they put out to manifest from manifesting. Because a lot of people, if you ask someone, um, when are you going to go to this um, party or when is your event or when is this or when is that? And they're going to say, I can't wait. I can't wait for it. Automatically, you're speaking right there that you can't wait. If somebody say something to me and I say, um, I'm going to do this or that, or I'm 
I say I look forward to because it indicates, it implies that you're looking forward to it. By saying I can't wait, it shows that you have a lack of patience. And remember, patience is an acquired skill. Most people are always rushy, rushy, impatient, unable to wait. Most people will kill their own manifestation because of their own subconscious thinking. If you plant a seed, you can't keep digging it back up then get mad when the seed doesn't grow. Imagine a farmer planted a seed, went to his farm, and it was raining, sunlight, a couple of days, and he keep digging it back up because he's mad that it didn't grow overnight. He's digging it back up. He's digging it back up. And of course, it's not going to grow or become whatever he planted. It's not going to grow after its kind because his lack of patience is killing his own thing that he is planting. You see, and a lot of people have this way of thinking and have this attitude also. They are not patient and things don't happen right away. So they quit. They're not persistent. They get, bo they get bothered by the outside world, bothered by what people say, bothered by not fitting in with the Joneses, bothered by they keep on following. They start to question themselves and they start to build up doubt and they have no passion to win. And so by not having no passion, things go bad. You could either develop a passion to win or you could have a passion to lose. Most won't admit they have a passion to lose, but if they stay and stick in the same realm or the same thing that they're doing, what are they doing? Allowing themselves to lose, which is no good. So you have to tell yourself, I am patient, persistent, and unbothered, moved by my passion to win because I was born to win. So right there, it says how you're patient, you will persist in whatever you have or whatever you're doing because your patience is there with you and you're unbothered. So by you being unbothered, no matter what happened, even if everything seems so bleak, even if you get down to your last dollar, even if you're around people who are telling you to quit and give up, you won't because you're unbothered and your passion moved you. That's why you say, I am patient, persistent. And unbothered. Moved by my passion to win because I was born to win. You make it known. The same passion I have when it comes to metaphysics and when it comes to these teachings and when it comes to helping people and helping people with my course and helping people with coaching is the same passion you should have when it comes to your life. Because you're saying here that you are unbothered. Moved by your passion to win because you was born to win. It shows that you were created to win because even if everything feels like it's getting grim and it's going bad and you feel like you want to give up. Your passion, your patience, your persistent attitude keeps you going. I am the embodiment of my ideals and so my world reflects exactly the way that I think. Whoa. You see, this affirmation right here is very strong because you're speaking of how your ideals, you embody that. And so your outside world is a confirmation of your inner world, how you think. Most don't want to admit it, but this is the truth. This is the truth. Someone will walk around completely depressed, complaining every day, and it's because their inner conversation is one of absolute negativity, pure depression, and one where they don't even see a 
happy outlook on the world. So that's why they embody these ideals and they become who they are and they become those people who are miserable. They have the race mind. And when you're stuck in a race consciousness, nothing good comes out of it. You allow yourself to fail when you become a person like this. You see, when you are trying to be the best person you supposed to be, you have to embody your ideals and make your world reflect it. Because you know what's so crazy? Whether you want to admit it or not, your world will always reflect your inner world. If someone is down in a state of disarray and don't know who they are, the outside world will be chaos, absolute messy, absolute sadness, and it will reflect that. Because as above, so below. As within, so without. So as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Remember that. I am a representation of love, harmony, peace, and all the good that represents the mind of God. See, this affirmation right here is powerful because God is peace. God is harmony. One who doesn't have harmony has discord in their life. You could see it. People who have harmony are people who are aligned with the peace and the inner peace in them. And you come across them. And when you leave their presence, you feel something like, wow, this person touched me, made a great impact on me. And this person's harmony has reflected on their face and reflected in everything that they do. That represents the mind of God because God is peace. God is love and God is pure harmony. What you reflect and how you feel is reflected greatly on the outside world and on the screen of space, it becomes known. So everything that you do, it actually is your life. It's a part of life. See how all of these affirmations link with each other from being a creator, from being the one with the love, harmony, like everything is one and the same. And I am what I say I am. And God uses me as a channel that wealth flows through. This affirmation is powerful because if you also read it before going to sleep, you understand that I am what I say I am. And what you say you are is what you become. So whatever you place after I am, you're saying the name of God right here. And you also say that the same God who you are, which is you and within you, uses you as a channel that wealth flows through. So now you are a channel. You're channeling wealth. Wealth is not just money and financial means. Wealth is also wisdom. Wealth is also happiness. Wealth is also being prideful in yourself and knowing what you're capable of doing. Wealth is a myriad of great things. And God uses you as a channel that wealth flows through. Because you're a powerful being. And you are a powerful individual. And you know who you are. And remember that you are. God. Brothers and sisters, this has been a quick snippet, and I hope you enjoyed this um, this quick episode and understood these seven powerful affirmations. Um, go over to mindworthyinfo.com, subscribe. These affirmations will be posted up over there, and I will break them down also on a post, so check it out. And um, if you want some coaching and want to take the course, which will help elevate your awareness and consciousness and also get one year of coaching that comes with the course, message me on Facebook or go over to mysticacademy.info um, mystic um, 
and um and go and go over there and just enjoy it. Go over to um I mean mindworthy go over to mindworthyinfo.com and message me from there and we can talk. Um mindworthyinfo.com join the Facebook group Mystic Academy I mean and um I'm happy that you guys are listening and I wish you the best and know who you are brothers and sisters until next time this has been Rasheel Dixon a child of the universe now let us go into the silence <laughs>